0: For people who have near vision problems that are reading with reading glasses, we do something called CK, fortified CK, where we use a little probe that applies heat spots. I even did that on my wife, and she is still talking to me all these years later.
1: Welcome to the No Cap Health Show, a podcast inspired by Dr. Brian Boxer-Walkler's popular TikTok channel with over 3 million followers. Each week, Dr. Brian will pull the curtain back on viral TikTok health videos and label them as cap, false, or no cap, true. Even if you aren't on TikTok, now is the time to get on board, have fun, and join his podcast. Dr. Brian is a board-certified eye surgeon specializing in advanced LASIK, keratoconus, wider eyes, dry eyes, cataract surgery, and reading vision improvement at the Boxer-Waffler Vision Institute in Beverly Hills, California. Also, please remember, Dr. Brian is a doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.
0: Hey, it's Dr. Brian. Welcome back to another episode of the NoCap Health Show. We are coming up, by the way, We are abutting very closely to the 52nd episode. That would be one year of the No Cap Health Show. Gosh, I can't believe it's been a year. It's crazy. Well, this last year, a little bit of a blur anyway, for multiple reasons. I took too much melatonin, number one. So I slept a long time, which is not true, of course. But I do take melatonin, actually. I do like melatonin. Melatonin and I, we, uh, you know, have a good time. Yeah, that melatonin holiday. By the way, last week, if you missed it, we talked about how to deal with bags under the eyes and dark circles under the eyes. So if that's of interest to you, definitely look at last week's episode. This week, we're gonna talk about vision, vision correction, LASIK, and other things that can affect vision and how to improve vision. So let's dive right in. And by the way, always like to give that reminder if you have to get in touch with me, if you have a personal question, a health question, please just feel free to DM me on my Cameo, which is Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, the link is in the show notes. We're just gonna dive into this video now about LASIK. Listen carefully and I'll let you know if it's cap or not cap. Here we go.
1: Number one. I can't move my head. Your head will never be clamped down or trapped. (sighs) If you look away, the laser will automatically stop. Number two. I'll be right back. You will never be left alone in the operating room during surgery. There will never be any water dispensers or cups that can fall in the operating room. The laser cannot burn through skin. It removes only a fraction of a micrometer.
0: I know the thought of a laser beam going into your eye can be pretty, pretty scary, as Larry David might say in that sort of tone. It can be. So let's talk about all these elements in the video. So number one, is your head gonna be clamped? No, your head is not gonna be clamped down. There's no big vice that keeps it steady. As a matter of fact, we have a little light up in the laser and patients look at it because I do LASIK, in case you don't know, I'm, I also am a eye surgeon, I do LASIK. And so we have patients look there and because it's just a quick procedure and pretty easy, we don't have to tape the head or secure the head with a big giant vice grip or anything like that. And the second part was actually not cap as well, that if you look away from the laser, the laser will actually stop. So lasers nowadays, have eye tracking devices, I would say LASIK has been around for at least 30 years now. So it's probably one of the longest track-recorded procedures in all of medicine. Just made up that word track-recorded. And if you look away, the eye tracking device is going to stop the laser, or at least at the very minimum, the surgeon can stop it by taking the foot off the pedal. So you don't have to worry about the laser applying its pulses to some other, you know, part of your nose if you turn your head or anything like that. Now, you will never be alone, so that is also not capped. There's always somebody in the procedure room. And it's interesting, I don't know why they really felt the need to talk about water being in the room. It's not something I've really ever heard somebody get concerned about, like, do you have a water dispenser in the room? I can't explain why they felt the need to talk about that. Maybe where they are practicing, they get a lot of those questions. And the last one was the laser will not burn your skin, and that's 100% true, so that is not cap. So everything they talked about in that video was actually not cap. The laser is so gentle that if I would put my hand under the laser, it's not going to hurt me, it's not going to burn anything. Each pulse literally removes just a fraction of tissue. That's why it's so precise in re-sculpting the cornea. And by the way, if you're not sure how LASIK works, it's about... I'd say, a seven-minute procedure. We use a numbing gel, and we have a machine that makes a tiny little flap. It could be a machine or a laser that makes the flap. We lift the flap up, reshape the cornea, and put the flap back down, and the laser reshapes the cornea based on the person's prescription. Now, one of the myths that's really common is that LASIK cannot correct astigmatism. So, we correct astigmatism all the time with LASIK. It's actually very common and most people have even a little wee bit of astigmatism. And astigmatism, if you're not sure, it's like the cornea being shaped a little bit like a football, like American football, not a UK football or football pretty much anywhere else outside of the US. But that's what it's shaped like. Got a little more steepness in one direction, 90 degrees away, has a little less steepness. The ideal shape would be more like a basketball or a football for everywhere else in the world, where it's nice and round on all directions. So the laser smooths it out and does make it more rounded. So yeah, stigmatism we treat all the time. We also treat nearsightedness, which is where when people take off their glasses or contacts, they can't see far away, they see up close nearsightedness. And then we treat the other condition, which is very poorly named, which is farsightedness because technically people can't see that great far away and lasik can even be done for people who have near vision problems when they are maturing quote unquote into their 40s and 50s technically it's called presbyopia for reading glasses so that's about lasik overall very safe procedure as i said i've had it on my own eyes and we always need to screen people very carefully of course any procedure can have complications, of course. So the screening process becomes extremely important because there are some people who shouldn't have LASIK because maybe they have too thin corneas or the cornea is bulging a little bit, a condition called keratoconus. I've invented a number of procedures to treat keratoconus, such as Holcomb C3R crosslinking. You may have heard about the documentary film, Holky, that I was a producer of. He was my patient, he won a gold medal at the Olympics after we corrected his keratoconus. And so we named the procedure after him, Holcomb C3R for cross-linking, a non-invasive cross-linking, compared to the invasive cross-linking that is a little scary for patients and painful and long recovery, et cetera. So we need to screen for people for LASIK consideration that they do not have keratoconus. And we also need to make sure that they don't have dry eyes because if someone has dry eyes, they have LASIK, it could increase the risk of the dry eyes becoming really bad and and worse. So we do need to screen, particularly females and older females are more at risk of dry eyes. So we always look at everybody, but in that demographic, it's particular consideration for that group of people. And there's a number of other things too, of course, making sure the eye is healthy, there's no diseases. If people have lazy eyes, where they're not capable even with glasses or contacts to see 20-20, we have to at least set the expectation realistically that the best vision possible is gonna be the vision that they can get with glasses and contacts after LASIK. So it doesn't preclude somebody from not having LASIK if they have lazy eye or amblyopia, but we just have to set realistic expectations. Been a few times over the course of my career where someone had just one eye functional. Maybe they had a trauma to one eye and they had one functional eye. It's been pretty rare, but there have been some cases where I've done LASIK on somebody with just one eye. There's always that special consideration that if something happens, even though it's really rare and fluky, that this is their one eye. So most times I will discourage people from having LASIK in that case, but there have been a few people who really wanted to be free of glasses and contacts, or at least at minimum less dependent. Now, for people who are not candidates for LASIK, let's shift gears to another type of vision correction procedure. So you know what a contact lens is? Well, imagine a little miniature lens, but not round, but a still corrective lens that gets implanted on the inside of the eye. And it sounds totally futuristic, but we do this. We've been doing it for now over 50, 15 years is called the ICL the Visian ICL and it's made of a type of material that's a combination of collagen so it's very biocompatible and a polymer that's why they call the material colomer And I love this lens because when people have too high a prescriptions for LASIK, at least in my book, I will go to this lens because you don't have to push the limits of the cornea. As you heard before, LASIK reshapes the cornea, but it actually does that by removing some tissue. So high prescriptions, like in my book, a high prescription is like over minus six. I oftentimes will want to use the ICL lens instead of LASIK because when we see side by side visions, it's just so much better. It's like going from regular TV to HD TV with the ICL, especially with those higher prescriptions. And it can correct astigmatism too. So it's called the Toric ICL. My website has that information about all these things we're talking about, which is boxerwalkler.com if you want to learn more. And it's also just like LASIK in terms of quick procedure. This is about 10 minutes per eye, painless because of the numbing gel and about a one day recovery, just like with LASIK too. And for people who have near vision problems that are reading with reading glasses, we do something called CK, fortified CK, where CK is, by the way, not for Calvin Klein, but for a conductive keratoplasty, where we use a little probe that applies heat spots. And then we actually have a little bit of cross-linking we do right at the very end of it to reinforce those spots. I even did that on my wife and she is still talking to me all these years later. So that's been really great for people who are frustrated with their reading glasses. The last thing I wanna mention are cataracts, which happen when people are older. And a cataract, think of like the car windshield, and think of now if you get this frosting on it and it makes it hard to see, can cause glare from the light hitting it. So that's what's happening on the inside lens of the eye with a cataract. You get this little film that develops. It can start to cause those vision problems. And modern-day cataract surgery is really remarkable because the lens implants that we use now, patients have an option if they want to select a lens that not only will correct their distance vision, but actually really improve their reading without glasses. So that's been a really great procedure for so many people that want to get out of their reading glasses when they have cataracts at the same time. And cataract surgery may be done also both eyes at the same time like the other procedures. People have insurance. They do require to be done one eye at a time though. But without insurance, people can do both eyes at the same time. So there you have it. I'm gonna give you the no cap recap of that LASIK video. So with LASIK, your head will not be clamped down. If you look away, the laser will turn off. You will never be alone in the room. And even if you're thirsty, you can never get water because there's no water dispenser (laughs) in the room. And also the laser is a gentle laser. It will not burn your skin. Next week, we're going to have a video a very fun video i really enjoyed finding and picking this one out it's an area that's near and dear to my heart because you've seen me do so many of these gua sha videos this is another video that's going to talk about how to get a better jawline if you have chubby cheeks so Stick around for next week. Come on back, y'all, when we tackle that one on how to get a better jawline. And remember, if you want to get in touch with me, feel free to message me through my Cameo. And I'll see you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to the No Cap Health Show. To review the show notes for this episode, which includes a summary, key takeaways, and any links mentioned, visit nocaphealthshow.com. Don't miss another episode. And subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure to follow Dr. Brian on TikTok at Brian Boxer Walkler, MD. And remember, Dr. Brian is a real doctor, but he is not your doctor. He is here to provide general information, not medical advice. So you should always check with your doctor before relying on any information.